Hi, I'm Val Hart in San Antonio, Texas, founder of Val Hart and Friends at ValHart.com. Welcome to The Real Dr. Doolittle Show, the show for animals and the people who love them. I've been called a real-life Dr. Doolittle many times in my career as an expert animal communicator, behaviorist, pet psychic, and master healer. My mission and passion is to improve the lives of animals the world over by helping humans learn how to speak their language, how to understand their viewpoints, and heal. After all, our love of animals helps us be better humans, and the more balanced and healthy we are, the more balanced and healthy they can be, too. Be sure and look for my CDs on iTunes, and to find out more about my work and to receive your free Quick Start Animal Talk course, just go to my website at valhart.com. While you're there for a limited time, you can also apply for a complimentary Happy Animal Assessment Session. And if you want to learn how to be your own Dr. Doolittle, check out the world's first complete animal communication made easy system available now on my website at valhart.com. Thank you and enjoy the show. Hi, this is Val Hart, the real Dr. Doolittle, and today I'm talking with Billy Dean. She is an innate interspecies telepath who, after 30 years of communing professionally with animals, is now bringing their urgent messages to the world through her not-for-profit, the Billy Dean International Deep Peace Organization. Billy is trained as a journalist, a filmmaker, and an actress, and she's even worked as a stand-up comic, believing strongly in the healing power of humor. She's also a holistic health practitioner and is active in promoting animal rights and welfare. Billy began her working life as a photojournalist. She's written for television and is the author of several children's books. That's so cool. Um, as well as The Secret Animal Business, which is a book about her work as an animal shaman. She's made three independent films, all with an eye to educate through uplifting and inspiring entertainment. She even won a Best Actress for her feature film, Finding Joy, which launched the Spiritual Cinema Circle in 2000. Billy is also trained as a druid. She is a shamanic practitioner in the Incan tradition. She runs the Animal Forever Home, a place of peace where over 40 rescued horses run free. And she now teaches the new shamanism through her online school, Rainbow Fiana, bringing back a code of ethics and an understanding of the world of telepathy, respect, and the unseen which the animals need us to understand today. Welcome, Billy. I'm so glad you're part of the show. Thank you so much, Val. It's such an honor to be on it. Well, and you know, good morning to you because you're in <laughs> Australia. <laughs> and I know it's like 2.30 in the morning for you. So thank well, you so much for getting up to talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm here surrounded by uh, lots of lots of dogs and cats as well. Excellent. Yeah. Going, Why are we awake? <laughs> what are we doing now, Mom? <laughs> going out for a run. <laughs> exactly. What are we doing? I'm confused. Um, so, uh, so Billy, how did you start your career with animals? How did you get involved uh, in all this? Well. Um, I, I was innate, so it was, you know, I, I was uh, very empathetic as a young child, very sensitive, and I felt um, the pain of the animals and also the plants and the trees. Ah. 
and uh, my folks thought that I was um, far too sensitive and that's sort of the cash cry that I was um, that I grew up with and I'm sure that some of your listeners um, had that as well you're too sensitive you're too sensitive mm. um, but you know I'd be doing things like you know riding with the stockman when I was 10 and uh, I could feel um, as soon as I, I looked at the horses um, and their mouths were bleeding mm. when we were mustering horses one day um, and uh, I'd, I'd say to them your your horses mouths are bleeding and they'd go oh, yeah mate no worry about it and I'd be going well I am worried about it and it hurts them yeah. and so it gave me you know even at that young age uh it just made me want to speak out because I could I could tell that it was really um, really hurting because it was hurting me. Yes. Um, and not only that, I had to spend time um, on cattle farms mm-hmm. where uh, you know they would be branding and dehorning, mm-hmm. and the cattle were screaming. Yes. Um, but they were screaming out loud. <laughs> yes. So it didn't take much to tell them that it was hurting. Yeah. But nobody else seemed to worry about it. Mm. Um, so I became uh, an animal rights activist right there and then um, through this. And then even though I was um, a journalist and everything else as I grew uh, when I left school, um, I was always communing with the animals. Mm-hmm. And um, particularly my horse Solly, who would send me pictures as we rode. Mm-hmm. Um, but nobody else, um, you know, there was no nobody in those days doing this work. No. Um, and so it wasn't until I read um, Kinship with All Life. Ah, oh, I love that book. Yeah. Yeah. And and that was the one who said, you know, he J. Allen Boone said this is a communication, and I went, oh, it's a communication. <laughs> that's oh. oh, that's what it is. <laughs> I had no idea. I'm just <laughs> and, and, okay. and Val, I'm, I'm sure you experienced this too, but it was just, you know, part of it's, it. It's part of you. Yes. And um, yes. you know, I was always communing with my own animals, and um, and I had that deep respect um, for them. Yes. And um, and I think that um, uh, it, it wasn't until. Uh, I was about to go on television with my husband as a um, comedian that spirit stepped in Mm. and um, gave me what I call a shamanic initiation into stillness. Mm. Wow, okay. (laughs) A a bit of a whack over the head. uh, Uh, I call that the cosmic (laughs) two-by-four. Yeah, that's what it was. (laughs) That is a brick. Yeah, the brick. Yeah, Yeah, we're the brick. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Okay. So so you were... Yeah, keep going. I'm sorry. Well, just just came through loud and clear and and said um, you you have to talk to other people's animals. Oh wow! And I was in the entertainment industry and I thought, no way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, people all think I'm crazy. Well, that might go along with your entertainment. <laughs> 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 you could do uh, some wonderful comedic sticks on animals, right? Uh, sharing their messages. Well, well, interesting you say that because that's what we're coming back to. Uh, cool. Uh, okay, go. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. 
But yeah, it's um, so it's been a long journey, and and the animals, um, other people's animals, and also my own, have have just taught me, you know, taken me on an incredible journey and taught me so much, and and that's really the the messages that I want to get out to the world today because we need to change. Yeah. Yes, we do. Thank you for carrying that message and doing it so brilliantly well. <laughs> such a, a clear and, and pure heart and spirit and such clarity. Um, I, know, I know you do a lot of work in this regard, so we're going to hear a lot more about that. And by the way, everyone listening, um, Billy's website, if you would like to go there if you're online, is she has two, billydean.com. It's B-I-L-L-I-E-D-E-A-N.com. And there's also wildpureheart.com, which is just wonderful. Wild, W-I-L-D, pure, P-U-R-E, heart, H-E-A-R-T.com. Okay, I didn't want to interrupt you, Billy, but I, I did want to get that out in case people would like to go check out your sites. Um, and, and I know you, you are at this point considered the, mer- the mother of animal communication in Australia, which is such an awesome thing to be. Um, so so what, what else have you learned or what else would you like to share with us today about that? Uh, well, I think that... It's important for people to understand that uh, just because they're psychic um, it doesn't mean to say that um, they're a trained animal communicator. Um, this is something that I've, I've come across a lot. There's more and more animal communicators um, popping up. Um, like I said earlier, you know, when I started, the, you know, I couldn't find anybody doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me either. And and then suddenly, you know, now there's this... I don't even know what to call it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but, um, you know, I would say to people, well, I think I, I can help you. And, and because I also had a, a background in natural therapies and understood, um, you know, how healing worked, I think those two things, um, animal communication is a healing in itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but there's also part of it so um, I, you know I use words like sorcery which really shock people um, because there is you know for me uh, the animals have been abused long enough mm-hmm. and when people are misusing their ability to communicate or you know, sort of without a lot of um, training and, and background and understanding of, of the full picture of what the animal is 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 uh, going through, then um, you know, then then harm can be done, and and you know I've I've seen that quite a lot, and it's 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 actually uh, quite a concern. So that's why I started my school, Rainbow Fiana, and um, and I've made it now online, and so that people can can study, and it's not just. Um, uh, animal communication that's only a small part of it it really goes into um, uh, ethics and uh, what I call the new shamanism which we'll talk about in a little while mm-hmm. um, but yeah I mean some one of the stories that, that I like to tell my students is um, is a story and you'll appreciate this because I noticed that you had an article on entities in your last e-zine <laughs> Thank you, thank you, yeah. <laughs> oh, 
good. I, I can't wait to hear it. Okay. But yeah, I was I was thrilled. I was thrilled to see that. Um, and it's one of the reasons I found that um, animals can get um, they do stare off uh, into the distance and they do they start watching because these things are all around us and um, and it will change their behaviour sometimes and. Um, the other thing uh, uh, about it is that quite often um, we leave a trail of energy behind us mm-hmm. and yeah, what they've shown me sometimes is when somebody's been angry in the house um, there'll be in a sort of etheric figure of that that violence um, left behind mm. and um, and I've had many animals uh, you know be frightened of that yeah. And uh, I had one client who uh, was uh, running, the dog was running away all the time. And so I, I, I asked the dog why, and she showed me um, the, the dense energy in the living room. Mm-hmm. And now this client hadn't told me that her partner had been very violent. Mm. And um, but not only had had this, and I asked her to clear the, uh, and with her, we, you know, we cleared the living room. But the dog was still still running away, mm-hmm. and uh, and then it it turned out that um, uh, this this poor dog had been you know dragged and beaten. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think the girl was, uh, the client was in a bit of denial because, oh, yes, that's right. You know, oh, she has been. Oh, yeah, now yeah. that you mention it. <laughs> now uh-huh. that you mention it. Oh, yes. Oh, crap. <laughs> crap. That's horrible. <laughs> I know. Oh. But what was, what was terrible was that she went to um, an animal communicator um, uh, in between our sessions uh, um, who, who she came across and wrote me this panicky email saying, um, you know, an animal communicator has just told me that I need to take my dog to this really expensive training because she's behaving badly. Mm. Um, and, you know, do, what do you think? And I thought, my goodness, you know, you try to send her to some rigid training school when she's mm-hmm. absolutely traumatized by domestic violence. Mm-hmm. Um, this is not the right thing to do at all, mm. and and this is this is what I mean by people, you know, not not you know having enough training or not really have enough understanding of the animal condition. Because as far as I'm concerned, there's actually no bad animals. There's no bad behaviour. It's just a communication. Yes. And right. and that's something. If you're skilled, you can listen and you can uh, help unravel the problems, as you know. Yes. Yes. Oh my goodness. Uh, yeah, that just that kind of breaks my heart. You know, it's like you have an animal that's, like you said, been very traumatized. There's a reason why the dog is is trying to run away from home. Just like children, you know, why do they run away from home? Um, and then not to understand that and bring comfort and healing um, is just uh, to me tragic. Mm. Yeah, I'm so glad you were there to help. I, I I was very glad I had that one as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh! Wow. Yeah. And and there's been there's been others. There was one um, 
you know, the woman said to me, I hate animal communicators, and I'm not going to tell you anything, and here's my dog. Mm -hmm. and I, oh. Heard <laughs> <laughs> bell was, um, I don't want to die. Ah, that was the first thing this dog told me. And I could tell that this dog was on chemo and um, and I just opened up and, and saw, you know, um, the husband crying every time he took the dogs for a walk and mm -hmm. it, was, it was quite poignant. Yeah. And, um, and then the, the client then told me, thank you, you've really helped us and the last animal communicator told us that our dog would be dead in four months. Wonderful. Yeah. And um, and so we got the dog off chemo, but I think it was wow. still still too late. But it just felt very very toxic, and there was other things that that, that you can do to support the animal through that. But um, yeah, uh, you know, we we gave um, a, a massive healing just in 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 that, and I think it's you know uh, quite unethical for someone to say you know oh. You know, in four months, this person will be dead. I mean, you just—that's as bad as the medical profession. <laughs> well, yeah, maybe they have a medical profession background, <laughs> which is again unconscionable. You know, when you when you really look at it. Uh, you know, on the other hand, I, I mean, these kind of situations. I mean, none of us get out of here alive. You know, no. to, to me, it's you know, so we make peace with what's so. You know, and there are miracles that happen every day, and yeah. we can't tell. I, I you know, I, I never try to predict the future. We don't know what will happen. And yeah. in fact, I, you know, I, I, you've probably had this experience many times as well as I. But you know, a lot of times, a, a, a client will bring an animal to me that's literally on death's door yeah. and we work with them and their person is in denial or they're in trauma or shock or you know they're, they're not dealing well with this and as soon as you know we work with the person to help them accept what's going on make peace with it begin to you know uh, work through their what's come up for them you know the pain of, of what's coming up for them then the animal will pop back they're like well what I all I really wanted was to give this gift to my human to let them know that they don't need to be terrified of death mm. you know that that my ending will come and you know my human is in such trauma about it that she really need or he needs help and once they get the help that they need they, they finally you know it's like the the catalyst to, to for them to ask for help um and once they get their you know get their their um Get that once they're heard, you know they get to share that pain and with someone who understands. Um, then the animal's like, okay, my job is done. I'm going to go on and live the rest of my happy life. And they like pop back, you know, and they're fine. Uh, but it's like <laughs> the whole point of the exercise was to get their person to have some help because they were in such a, a traumatic, you know, uh, state about about the, the latter part of their animal's life and their pending passing. So, yes. you know, I, I, it's happened more times than I can count, Billy. <laughs> it's just it's so amazing. It's just our animal service in so many remarkable ways. And oh, that is just one that. of their gifts, you know, is to help us understand that life does, in fact, you know, continue even after the body quits. Um and, uh, and for us to make peace with it and see the bigger picture and, you know, connect with the circle of life um, in a more, you know, a healthier, more balanced way. 
So, do you find that to be true in your oh, in your work? Oh, look, absolutely. I had a client just recently whose horse uh, was um, ha- had a terrible bone infection. Mm. And um, she rang me, uh, a lot of my clients ring me sort of saying, the vet's telling me to uh, put the animal down yeah. and yeah. Uh, what do you think? And I'm going, no. Yeah, yeah animal, <laughs> no. Uh, got it. And um, anyway, so we worked with the horse um, naturally mm-hmm. and um, the horse, nothing was sort of really happening, but it was, the situation wasn't getting worse. Uh-huh. And then she rang me excitedly and said, yesterday, this is after three months, mm-hmm. the horse is still alive awesome. uh, and still still fine. Yeah. Uh, um, and, um, and she said, oh, I, I lost my job. Mm. And I had a fight with my family, and I made the decision that I would become an animal uh, naturopath. Excellent. Woo, wow. That's it. And what a catalyst. Yes. And the very next day, the mare went for a gallop. Oh, <laughs> wow. Woo, and, that's awesome. And, and spit <laughs> open the, the wound, and pus started pouring out. Uh-huh. And, and the vet said, whatever you're doing... It's fantastic. This is the best thing that could have happened. And yeah. the mare is now, you know, healing beautifully. Yes. <laughs> and, and she and I both knew, you know, that it was all yeah. about... Um, uh, it was all about her reaching that decision of, to get into, onto the right track. Yes. What yes. a gift. What an incredible gift. Oh, my <laughs> God. That's amazing. Ah, all right. So, so Billy, um, let's talk about animal shamanism. So, can you uh, define it first so that we we're clear about the term, and then let's talk about the new shamanism. Tell us about that. Um, yeah, absolutely. Well, uh, a, sh- a shaman, in in my terms, is somebody who heals um, with, for example, a, a, a guide. Uh, I mean, Michael Hanna, who is sort of you know, the father of Western shamanism, um, he, he says that people who communicate with animals are a shaman. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, we would have to be, wouldn't we? Yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's, it's that ability to understand that everything is alive and everything has a voice. And, yeah. uh, you know, when I was eight, I was picking up stones and communi- communicating with them and listening to them. And, you know, my earliest friends were the trees and, yeah. you know, as well as my, my dogs and, yeah. and, um, and, you know, the, I could always communicate just on that that level of of feeling pain and uh, and you know standing up for them too when other people were hurting them, yeah. um, because I could feel their pain. So for me, the shamanic path sort of started there, and um, and then I uh, came across people who were healing in in the same way. I I called, um, you know, I work with uh, a guide. Uh, healing spirit guide and um, I called him out of retirement (laughs) 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 and 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 that is also part of what the the shaman in in the tribe would would do they would work with the divine and um, and and be that bridge for the for the people 
and uh, and so that's what I see my work as. I work with the divine and uh, with beings on the other side, mm. and and we bring about healing. Wow. So all those sorts of things. So for me, uh, the shaman was also, you know, like the druid, I suppose, um, you know, somebody that people went to for advice and healing and they had a, a respected place in the tribe. Um, and then, you know, we had the Inquisition and everything and suddenly they weren't. Um, yeah. But um, it's... it's it's a basically a shaman is a healer and I think that that's where that comes in but the new shamanism the new shamanism is something it, the sh- shamanic uh, uh, work has become very very popular and it's it's energy work which is beautiful and we work you know through um, just just that world of energy with the luminous energy field that's around our bodies and around the animals' bodies and you can do it um, at a distance and you can do all kinds of things and understanding uh, in depth exactly the power of the word and all these things. But there's a lot of people out there who are calling themselves um, shamanic practitioners and they haven't been terribly well trained Mm, again. And not only that, um, they're not very animal centric and I think being um, an animal telepath for me has given me a different perspective um, on on the world and and because I'm so uh, concerned about animal rights and and having them represented in a a new way I began to uh, devise the new shamanism where we don't um, you know, we walk a vegan path because I don't, uh, the animals really don't want to be eaten, okay. <laughs> uh, and and so it's it's you know we've we've just put in a huge order for a whole lot of fiber skin drums mm. um, because you know you have you have shamans sort of there with their you know wearing their skins and their you know their feathers and their this and their that and mm-hmm. and it's well actually. Um, we're trying to change now and we want to evolve past all the the old days where uh, people made the excuse that well you know in the old days the the shaman would call uh, the spirit of the animal who wanted to cross over and then they would be killed for the sake of the tribe and it it was all very respectful well it's not respectful anymore it's actually the animals are killed in horrendous uh, ways um, uh, with a lot of fear and um, any shaman who tells me that they eat meat because they're taking on the energy of the animal <laughs> which yeah. is what I hear a lot of right um, God help them because that yeah. kind of energy isn't very very it's happy just, no it's not and yeah. uh, and I think that they're mistaken mm-hmm. uh, yes. greatly yes um, yes and um, even people who say, oh, I'm going to kill the animal myself, well, it's perpetuating that myth that killing is okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't believe that it is if we want to have a world of peace. Okay. And I think that when we expand that circle out to include the animals, then we're really coming into uh, a world of compassion 
which we really need to have right now. The old way of working doesn't work anymore. Mm -hmm. So for me, the new shamanism is if you want to um, journey, which is a, a very shamanic thing to do. We we um, uh, journey with the drum beat mm -hmm. or the rattle. Um, then then get a fiber skin one. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? mm -hmm. they're, yeah. they're better better anyway because they don't go yeah. flat. Yeah, there you go. Um, yeah, we we have different materials now that the olden you know the the people before us, I guess, uh, did not have access to. So. Well, well, that's it, Val. You know, I say to people, things have changed now. We don't need um, to be wearing, you know, leather, and we don't need to be um, dependent on the animals for their sacrifice, really. Yeah. Um, we, you know, really um, can be exceptionally healthy without them, and we can be clothed without them, and we can... You know, do do everything, and it's the the times have changed. Yes, and we're not in survival mode anymore. Yeah, um, many people think they are, but we we can make different choices. And so this is this is this is what the new shamanism is about. It's really about okay, make that break from the past. We don't need to be in the same old groove. We can uh, make a new track. And um, and let's take that track into a world of compassion and peace for all species. I love that. Thank you, Billy. <laughs> My Thank pleasure. You. Yeah. So tell us about your refuge for animals and the wild horses. Ah, well, ah. that's... Part of my part of my work in being an animal communicator is that I often hear uh, calls for for help, and um, uh, some of those animals uh, want to be with me for whatever reason that is. Yes. And they'll tell me, and I started to get quite a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> it's, it's been an interesting journey, and, um, and uh, so I began to take on a lot of dogs and um, cats, and then I started taking on the horses, and I had to move to the place that we have now. So we're on um, 348 acres now, and um, we need to expand out even more. Mm, but wow. uh, we've decided that this uh, lot here will be our home. We've got over 40 horses here at the moment. Wow. Um, and we've done that. Uh, we've uh, done that all ourselves. Um, and now uh, we just took on. We started taking on the wild horses and providing a home for them where they can, instead of being. Um, I know that you have a, a problem. Um, with people uh, culling and killing over in the States as well, the wild horses, and we have the same thing happening here out of the national parks. They just want to uh, shoot them all down uh, from from helicopters, which is uh, mm. quite awful. Oh, good Lord. Yeah, it's dreadful. It, and, yeah. and so we made a stand this year and um, uh, we took on, we said, well, we'll, we'll take a family. Mm -hmm. I had a, a stallion speaking to me, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and he wanted us to help him. So I said, all right, well, I'll take you and your family. <laughs> and the truck arrived, and, and they just kept coming out. I was going to say, you might want to have qualified that a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Woo, okay. So, 
So uh, I think we've got 18 now. 18 wild horses? Uh, well, there was, there's over 25 here. There's, uh-huh. We've had oh. three births because some of them were pregnant. Oh, yes, of course. Uh-huh. Uh, 14, <laughs> 14 came out of the, uh, of the truck. Wow. Uh, and we were, I've, I've sort of we went a bit pale at that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's wonderful. So, um, yeah. All our finances at the moment seem to be going on hay. <laughs> yeah, I bet it does. <laughs> I bet all my wonderful students said, Billy, you can't do this on your own anymore. So um, yeah. they're starting to fundraise for us, which is really beautiful. Oh, lovely. Oh, yeah. We started um, the uh, the not for profit. We haven't. It's it's only just sort of coming in um, the, the not for profit, uh, uh, which is called the Billy Dean International Deep Peace Organisation, which is really um, not so much to help the horses because they're in a forever home, and our tax situation here in Australia is that um, it doesn't cover forever home animals. Yeah. Uh, so they, the students are all doing separate fundraising for that. Um, but the Deep Peace Organisation really is to spread the word through the arts, which I'm involved in, um, okay. and education, or education through the arts, um, and also compassionate action to try and uh, get deep peace for all species, which is my catch cry. Uh-huh. And, um, yeah, and... And so what we want is peace and freedom uh, for for them all. And uh, we've been offered some some land, we, so we're trying to fundraise for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it comes with 600 sheep mm. and, oh. <laughs> and, and okay. 20 cattle. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we thought, well, if if that does uh, eventuate, then what we do is um, is. Uh, what we'd like to do is to try and encourage the farmers um, to see a different way um, of of seeing the animals. So that's another arm of of what we want to work with. Um, uh, it's you know the animals don't have to be their livelihood, um, or they can be their livelihood in a new way. And I've got a beautiful client um, who doesn't who who never wanted to kill her her um, her cattle. Mm-hmm. And she had me talking to them all, and um, and they came up with a beautiful solution for her. Um, they said that they didn't want to be, you know, they didn't want to be killed. What they wanted to do was to offer people, um, sort of, um, their beautiful calm energy. Mm-hmm. And if you think about a cow, uh, they've just, they're just the most placid, beautiful beings. And they have these liquid eyes, and yeah. they're, they're just gorgeous. And um, and so they suggested to her that um, that she run a, a B and B for stressed out executives to have cow medicine. I- <laughs> <laughs> about hanging out with cows you know how they chew their cud yeah and they literally are they're like the rock of the earth you know they're That's just it. their energy is so incredible mm. that just makes so much wonderful sense <laughs> <Doesn't> wow 
<laughs> oh, I love it. Oh, that's so, that so, my heart. Yeah. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? Yeah. And so it it really is about um you know, the deep the deep peace organization is really about uh educating people about I mean we are, as you know, in in a time of change. We're in a time of social revolution. Um, all the old um, structures are falling down and it is up to us to lead the way and uh, start to create a world that we really want and uh, what the animals are all saying is that they want a world of peace as well and they want us to be more compassionate and uh, they want us to be happy (laughs) yeah yeah they do they want us to open our heart chakras and to and to walk with our hearts um, foremost, and they're trying to get this message through to us. And it's it's the it was interesting you were saying earlier in this interview um, about how they help people with understanding that death um, is really a doorway. Yes and that the spirit really is still around and um, it's what what I found that recently there's been so much death and they really are leaving in droves to teach us that lesson and to teach us um, the lesson of detachment but to also love hugely um, and be able to say goodbye with an open heart yeah. and not, not sort of drown in, in grief which really brings down our our vibration and it's a really hard one for us to get I think um, yeah. yeah it's it's but if we but I think it's an important one because if we are drowning in grief then everything seems to go down and I think that in this new time when the frequency is much more refined then uh, we really do need to make a concerted effort to uh, love in the moment, love every day, live every day as if it's our last um, or their last because we just don't know what's around the corner and we've had uh, here in Australia and um, some of my people overseas as well, the animals are just disappearing, they're just leaving Mm. and um, Mm. there seems to be such a lot of it so the message that I'm getting and and sharing with people is, is just love open your heart that's what they want you to do that's the message is to not take them for granted or not take anybody for granted not take any moment just you know live bigger than you've ever lived and take risks and do follow your heart and find that passion and you know make every day count live on the edge you know because It's time we did. We can't be complacent anymore. No. So, no. So it's 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 a huge, big restructuring of of how we've been. You know, before we used to, you know, get a job for nine to five and you know live live like that. And and now it's like, well, no, just follow your heart and what gives you peace and what gives you happiness and that's going to help your animal live a better life as well and and make sure that you're always giving them tons of love and acknowledgement and yeah it's it's good it's a yes. really good thing yes yes and you know for us animal lovers our our animals are the ones that 
give us purpose often. You know, they they share their passion and their joy of life with us. And, you know, they help us heal and they help us ground and be present. And what an incredible gift. And we, we often get so busy that we forget to acknowledge them. And, mm-hmm. we, you know, we, we if they're presenting problems in some way, you know, behavior training or something, um, it's like we forget to be grateful and, and express appreciation and to really, truly, deeply connect at the heart, you know. Mm-hmm. So... I'm so glad uh, you're being such a brilliant voice uh, for the animals. Um, and this is it's the truth. They do. They want us to love hugely. They want us to live live large, you know, and from mm-hmm. an open heart and to follow our passion and, and take risks, you know, because otherwise, you know, we, we're either expanding or we're contracting. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, there isn't that in-between just, you know, static state where we just are existing Kind of, you know, if we're either enhancing and enlivening ourselves and getting the most out of the time that we have here, you know, or we're disconnected, you know, we might as well, you know, <laughs> I don't know. We're just basically dying, you know. Mm. So, well, so. well, that's it. And, it's a good and message. it is a good message, and it's a very, very, uh, very urgent one, I think, too. Yeah. Uh, because a, a lot of people are sort of. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know what they're thinking, but <laughs> well, maybe they're not thinking. I don't know. Maybe they're not. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Are they? Uh, it, it, I, I don't know. It, it's it's a time now. I mean, I, I just feel that the world shifted um, particularly strongly this year, yes. and uh, we are seeing, like I said before, you know, the old structures falling down, and 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 it's up to each one of us to make a, an effort to change the way uh, we've been. We we cannot stay in the, that old groove because it hasn't really been getting us anywhere. No. I mean, Western the Western world is not a happy one. Everybody's on Prozac. <laughs> <laughs> and our animals too. <laughs> Just like what? Oh God! Well, it's not my dog. <laughs> <laughs> Not my puppy. No. no. So yeah, and oh, and I think one of the the greatest gifts for me, you know, if if my work starts to get a bit overwhelming, I pick up my camera and I go outside. And oh. I mean, I had a beautiful gift today. I had, you know, horses. It was rainy here today, and they were all, you know, just full of beans. And I took some beautiful photographs and. <laughs> And then I came back inside and went back to work. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you were totally refreshed, rejuvenated, yeah. re- re-energized. You know, and how many, how many of us drag our butts through the day, you know, without that, without that, you know, mm. and then we're so closed off and so shut down and so stressed that it's like our life is just, it's it's like our life is spilling through our fingers, you know, it's just like pouring out. Um, like we're a colander or something. Mm. Anyway, that's, so, so that, we can that, go ahead. That's that. Yeah, I was going to say that's that life force that's that's falling out. You know, it it's, is. It's yeah. the force and and what the animals have have shared with me is that um, one of the things that we need to be doing is getting that life force back from both Mother Earth and also the Sun. Yeah. And uh, yeah, the the cats particularly. Uh, are, are very big on on us um, sitting in the sun and and getting that 
beautiful energy from the sun mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and I say to people even if you're an office worker you can still go out and sit in the sun mm-hmm. at lunchtime yeah. and you don't have to sort of cover up for that short time I mean unless it's 100 degrees or something yeah. <laughs> welcome to my world in San Antonio Texas All right. <laughs> yeah we have a but, lot of those 100 degree plus days yeah well sit yeah. I mean sit in the shade but but yeah. just no. get outside yeah it's it's outside connect with nature uh, even if it's a plant you know if you've got a potted plant in the corner of your house i mean if you had to be with your plant oh my god you know there's life all around us we just forget to connect you know Mm. we get lost in our own little drama and trauma world and um anyway so thanks really yeah that was that was one of the key messages in our in our film the sacred earth the 2012 phenomenon ah ooh, and uh you you quoted exactly uh, one of our Irish shaman friends who said, connect with the plant in your living room. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, good on you, pal. (laughs) I love that. Beautiful. Thank you. Welcome. <laughs> I learned that lesson when one winter I was bringing plants in off of the deck. I mean, I've always been, you know, connected to the world, and and uh, it was this is so funny. I just have to tell you this really funny story. So so I'm out and I'm slugging away. It's almost midnight, you know, and I just heard that it's going to freeze that night, and I've got plants on the deck. I'm like, oh crap, you know. So I'm in my pajamas, you know, and I'm freezing, <laughs> and I'm trying to drag all these plants inside the house so they don't freeze that night you know and I went to get one of my trees either it was a ficus tree or something and I went to pick it up and you know what I could not pick the sucker up <laughs> so, uh-uh. and and everything I did with it it was like it was getting worse and worse and <laughs> and, and it, you know and I should have been able to I mean I'm not a weakling I, I should have been able to pick this plant up but all of a sudden I heard the tree and it said wait a minute where are we going my roots are here why are you moving me uh-huh. you know and I went oh I totally forgot to tell you and so I explained to all I apologized and I explained to all the plants that you know it was going to freeze this night and that if they would help me bring them inside that they would you know uh, it would it would save their life because uh, they wouldn't freeze and then as soon as it was warm again I would bring be delighted to bring them back outside and you know I went to pick the plant up again and it was this light it was so light it's like it <laughs> I could pick it up uh, it was cooperating with me I know that's such a funny story and people may be rolling their eyes but it was it was just so brilliant um, to to recognize that there truly is sentient life all around us in every living thing uh, and even the inanimate so-called inanimate objects of the world so oh absolutely and and thank you so much for saying that so eloquently that's really really beautiful <laughs> to hear because it's a message that that beautiful politeness to the world yes. uh, that respect to the world is so important today and yes. it's it's that's a beautiful beautiful story <laughs> thanks and i will share it on for you <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. It's not not one I've often told for, for probably obvious reasons, but uh, no. But I, I know that you and our audience will understand that, and, and I hope it inspires us to look at our world a little differently, and like you said, to come with a compassion and a respect for all life. And um, thanks. Oh, so Billy, what's next for you? So, what's coming up? What do you what do you got on your plate? 
Oh, well, I'm just... Uh, we're trying to launch the... Um, we're not trying to. We are launching the uh, International Deep Peace Organization okay. on 11-11-11. Awesome. I figured that everybody's going to be meditating on peace, so why not meditate on peace for animals as well? Yeah. And my sense is that the more people who are meditating on peace, um, that's what we need to bring in a, a world of peace because of the resonance factor. Okay. And uh, so that's really exciting. So we'll get that get get that going as well. Yes. And uh, I've got some. I'm writing a book on the new shamanism with what all the animals um, uh, are wanting for their new world. Excellent. So it's, that's called the New Shamanism, the Path of Peace. Excellent. Um, okay. So that's, that'll be out um, for Christmas, hopefully. Oh, awesome. Okay. And, uh, and, and then we, we are going back to, to doing things like educating through comedy and we've got other films and things that are coming up. So we've been busy, busy, busy. Excellent. And, and we do have our, our little film on, on the Brumbies. Uh, and there'll be more of those because that's how they're going to pay their way. <laughs> you know what? I like it, and I'm sure they would be delighted also. <laughs> we may find a, a new uh, comedians in the Brumbies. We don't know. Oh, they're, they're, <laughs> we've got. Um, in fact, we, we've we've put together a little film. Um, oh, there goes all the dogs. <laughs> we've got um, we've got uh, uh, a whole lot of um, uh, goats as well here. Oh, goats! So that's fun. And uh, Andrew and I are working on. Uh, we're going to have to pause <laughs> just for a second, guys. Guys, come on. I have a whole lot of kelpies. Kelpies? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Gee. <laughs> they, they, they sound like they're fine now. Uh, so you have a video. In fact, you were telling me about this before we started today. You've got, it's of the Brumbies, and there's wild horses, and you tell the story of Finn. Um, yes. Yeah, I'm so looking forward to seeing that. It just sounds and all amazing. Absolutely, thank you. It's um, it's one that does touch people's heart, and uh, I think people will enjoy watching that. And the other one we're working on is um, is is one for the deep peace movement that we're we're starting. And okay. and my husband found this beautiful. He's a film editor, and oh, okay. uh, and <laughs> he found this uh, beautiful image that he'd shot of. Um, <laughs> or some one of us had shot of uh of the goats who who love to jump. <laughs> oh, I love that. <laughs> one of them sitting on the on the car on the top of the of the yes. old troopy. Beautiful. <laughs> and uh the other one's on the feed kid and leaping across and he's he slowed it down so that it's this magnificent and, uh, and little one of the little clover, I think it is, is, is uh, um, uh, just looking at at her sister, <laughs> just a uh, bemused expression on her face. It's just it's just beautiful to see. 
<laughs> I love that. Oh, that's great. That's so great. Oh, so we, lots of things coming up. Lots of things coming up from Wild Pew Heart and for okay. the, you know, that's our, our entertainment arm and uh, from from the Brumbies themselves and from the dogs and from the goats. Uh huh. So and uh, all the stories that they tell. So yeah. <laughs> I love that. Speaking of stories that they tell, um, you have a free ebook called The Ten Secrets That Animals Want You to Know. Uh, you want to tell people how to get that? Uh, yep. If they go to my website on www.billydean.com, that's with an IE, as you mentioned earlier, thank you, mm-hmm. um, they can just download that when they sign up for my newsletter. And okay. the newsletter is Animal Whispers, and it um, it just uh, I like to uh, put a couple of articles in, and um, and also some some links to interesting other things. So mm-hmm. cool, um, helps Great. helps you keep up to date with what we're doing here at a place of peace as well. Excellent. Uh, so everyone that's listening, if you're listening, go and you're on the website, billydean.com, B-I-L-L-I-E-D-E-A-N.com. Get pick up your free book at Ten Secrets the Animals Want You to Know, um, and get her newsletter, Animal Whispers. It sounds wonderful. I know I have signed up, and I, it, it's a brilliant newsletter. So thank you so much. Um, anything else that we need to know before we close down here for for today? Um, oh yes, just um, I do offer a free service um, uh, with the Divine Love Healing Circle for animals in need, and uh, I tend to do that on the full moon. I was doing it on the new moon and the full moon, and I'll just see if Spirit wants me to continue to do that. But the next one is on eleven, eleven, eleven. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's full moon, and I think that's going to be a really good one. So it's just if um, animals who are in spirit or animals who might need a little bit of extra oomph. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, it's it's I don't send healing. I just. <laughs> Wahoo! Wahoo! They're surely active at 3 a.m. in the morning. <laughs> I think I found a mouse. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> Big excitement. Okay. Um, but, yeah, so there's uh, the Divine Love Healing Circle for Animals in Need, and you're doing those approximately or, or on, the, the, on the full moon. Yeah. So in case our audience is listening and it's after November the 11th of 2011, uh, you can still participate with that. Just contact Billy um, and get on her list, uh, get her newsletter so you know what's going on. Um, so that works That works great. Um, yes, and, and, and it's just there. There is, um, oh, there is a link called the um, Healing Circle, I think. So oh, well, it's just something I, I like to offer. Okay. And, and um, the other thing that uh, that I wanted to let people know is that we are starting a new uh, new shamanism course. Okay. And if people want to uh, come along for the ride, then we're doing level one, which is starting up in November. Okay. And they can join us. And uh, I like to tell people that in level one, we get you hanging out with gnomes. Oh, how wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> That's 
great. Uh, well, Billy, I, 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 it sounds wonderful. Um, so our time is pretty up at the moment, but uh, I am so delighted to talk to you today. I've had such a good time um, and getting a wonderful peek into the Australian world um, that you're created. And uh, thank you again for everything you're doing, especially for being the voice uh, for our animals. Well, thank you, Val, and I can say all the same to you. Um, it's thank wonderful you. that uh, that I have a, a sister in the States yes. who is doing such beautiful work, and uh, I, I love getting your newsletters. Oh, thank you so much. Thank uh -huh. you. And all the work that you're doing is just amazing, and uh, I so appreciate it, and it's, uh, you know, the, the world needs more... Uh, of both of us. Yes, said, uh, <laughs> yes. And so, if you're listening to this and want to be a, one of our clones, <laughs> uh, connect with us. And uh, and I hope we've inspired and entertained and delighted you to reconnect to the world around you. So, thanks. All right, my dear. So, Billy, have a great and wonderful day. You're probably going to go back to bed, which I think I would if I were you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and thank you again for your wonderful time. So everyone listening, again, Billy Dean's websites are billydean.com and also wildpureheart.com. Thanks, Billy. Thank you so much, Val. It's been such an honor. Uh, I'll talk to you later. <laughs> Bye. Thanks for listening to the show. For more information or to listen to other podcasts, go to valhart.com forward slash blog. And if you're someone who values a non-invasive, holistic solution to resolving problems with your dogs, cats, and horses, and you want better behaved, healthier, and happier animals, just go to my website at valhart.com to apply for a complimentary happy animal assessment session. And be sure and remember to look for my CDs on iTunes. Learning how to talk with animals is fun and will change your life. So while you're there at my site, get my free Quick Start Animal Talk course and check out the world's first complete animal communication made easy system. May the love of animals bless you, teach you, inspire you, heal you, and reconnect you to the circle of life. Mm -hmm.